Hello, everybody, and welcome to the second episode of Sports Arguments from Group Chats and our first proper argument. Um, I got the name from the from this argument specifically because we spent probably a good hour and a half at work arguing about quarterbacks and tight ends uh, and the fact that Evan Ingram is one of the most underrated tight ends in the NFL. So on with me is Briar and Dylan, childhood friends, been friends a long time, had a number of arguments over the years. Too many to count at this point. How's it going, guys? Let's go. How good. you doing? Not too bad. Ugh. I think this week, uh, just as like a personal note, uh, I think Evan Ingram let me down a little bit in fantasy. Evan Ingram looks good this year because uh, what's his name? The Jesus. He's got the Jesus uh, touchdown. Touchdown. Jesus, touchdown Jesus does not have <laughs> very good wide receivers to throw to. So he is his bailout guy, and I will stand on the fact that he is not a top five tight end in the NFL. You're right, he's a top six. In fantasy points and tight ends, maybe, but Taysom Hill is also number two. So let's all figure that one out. I mean, yeah, that's fair. Yeah, yeah. Because right? that's, that's really the only spot they – so here's the thing. If, if you don't classify Taysom Hill as a tight end, what do you classify him as? Is. In terms of fantasy football. Everything. Yeah. I, just I think in cases like Taysom Hill, you need like a second flex position for somebody yes. like him. Uh, they call that a super flex, and literally yes. he's the only guy that fits it. Yeah, He exactly. should have been given a chance to just be the quarterback. He really should have. He really should have. And I think if they don't bring in a uh, – I, I think if they don't bring in <clears throat> a – a quarterback this offseason. I think they have to at this point. Uh, oh, the problem is if he gets an if he gets a certain amount of snaps in that contract that he has, if he gets a certain amount of snaps at quarterback, he gets paid a bunch more money. How many so, snaps? He hasn't had too many snaps this year, yeah. though. I know that. I'm pretty yeah, sure. I mean, they could very well they could probably start him this week at quarterback and not have I to pay doubt, him that extra though. money. Yeah. It, it would be close. Someone's tracked that, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, so this week Evan Ingram one catch for 16 yards. Also, also we're talking about the Swiss Army knife. One carry for 13. There he is, yes sir. Uh, bringing me in a whopping 3.9 fantasy points. Uh, hey. Definitely going to win me this week. Uh, uh-huh. Fantasy semifinals. Don't you know? Completely ignoring the fact that I missed subbing out Tony Pollard. Oh yeah, that's tough. One. I missed it by all of a minute. Unfortunately, that so. was against the Eagles, which. That wasn't against the Eagles this week. They played Thursday. And no. Tony no, Pollard. I'm, this. I'm talking about Taysom Hill. Dallas. I'm about Taysom Hill. Oh. No, 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 no. I was talking about Evan Ingram. Uh, Evan Ingram. Okay, had one, one, one uh, catch, yeah, one yeah, carry. Yeah, yeah. Which, that's, that's wild. Sad. I think that's his first carry all season. <laughs> yeah, I don't. But, uh, so, well, so the argument basically uh, rooted down to what is your top five tight ends? I mean, in my opinion, I think even a top five is pretty loose because then you're including uh, you're including guys like uh, Dallas Goddard's on the fringe there. Yeah. With uh, guys like Travis Kelsey and uh, Mark Andrews, George Kittle, who I think are in a league of their own. I think are guaranteed. Yeah, those three can be one way or the other. My top number one is Travis Kelsey. Just it's the. I don't think I would have to argue that. Factor. I mean, yeah. I mean that. Um, if there's one person in the league right now that can that can unseat Tony Gonzalez as the best tight end in NFL history, it is yeah, going to be best Travis tight end Kelsey. In NFL history is Antonio Gates, but. Oh I'm come on! <laughs> I loved Antonio Gates, but he's he was no he is no Tony Gonzalez. No, I have to agree with Chance on that one there, Dylan. All right, all right, let's pull him up. Let's pull him up. Antonio. Right, five for this, the, the NFL right now. Kelsey, Kittle, Mark Andrews, Dallas Goddard. What's that, no five? Kelsey, Kittle, <laughs> Andrews, Hawkinson. Right? And you said Goddard. Yeah, then Goddard's my number five. Goddard's yards after right. contact are the only thing that stops him from being number four. 
I, I give you that. He's. I think he's really good. He. I think he's in that tier just below those top three guys. Um, yeah, no, it's not close. But yet. That, he's also young. All right. So to your um, Antonio Gates, the best tight end ever comparison. Mm-hmm. All right. So in two hundred and thirty-six games, Antonio Gates had nine hundred and fifty-five yards, eleven thousand receptions. That's receptions. Receptions. Sorry, nine hundred yards. <laughs> uh, eleven thousand eight hundred. I probably was going to mix those two up. Eleven thousand eight hundred and forty-one yeah. yards, one hundred and sixteen touchdowns, and that was from 03 to twenty eighteen. And somehow, I mean, and after twenty fifteen, he was, I feel like, just a symbolic position on the Chargers. Yes. Uh, he played 11, 14, 16, and sixteen, but only started four, nine, four, and one respectively. Tony Gonzalez was from 97 to 2013. So that's, so we got 15 seasons, I think, versus 16. So Tony Gonzalez in that time, um, right up to his last season, the guy only missed one game his entire career. I, I, you know, True what? Iron Man. A legitimate Iron, Iron Man. That's I, like, I knew he was good. Sense. I didn't know he was also a yeah. fucking had the dog. Yes, he was very good. I'm not taking anything away from him, but I just Antonio Gates made shit happen. All right, so it's 16 seasons for Antonio Gates, and it's one. They had pretty three. much the same catch percentage too. 17. Okay, it was 16 and 17 uh, for Gates and Gonzalez. But how – what I don't understand is how – ah, just seasons of missing games. That makes sense. That makes so much more sense because you have um, Antonio Gates missed six games in 2010, uh, five in 2015, and a couple here, a couple there. And that added up. But yeah. um, Tony Gonzalez missed one game, and I – it was his third season, and I'm I'm willing to bet that eats him up to this day. Yeah. Not not to mention that Antonio Gallas was a 14-time Pro Bowler, six-time All-Pro. Antonio Gates, eight-time Pro Bowl, Bowler, three-times All-Pro. You have to pick. Yeah. Granted, Pro Bowl, you get votes. Okay, I, I, I think get it. I think older Pro Bowls yeah, matter way more. more. Way more. Before yeah. they switched it to before the Super Bowl, I think it mattered way differently. Yeah. yeah. I mean, guys cared more. Now they just don't care. And, like, as much as I want to watch an more, all-star more football, it's not even a game anymore, is it? So this year, actually, this year they switched it to flag football. Okay, so they're still going to have a flag, but I knew they got rid of the contact or anything. It was supposed to be just, like, skills challenges. Yeah, that's weird. I mean, when it comes to when it comes to it, as much as I want to see a proper all star game of football, you're not going to get no it. sense because the it, even like uh, the NHL even got away from like a proper all star game. Yeah, they're no hits. They're 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 doing the uh, like three on three tournament. It's been a three on three tournament for a couple of years. Player wants to yeah. do that. First of all, I mean, you have an offensive line who is, isn't playing together all year. So you're going to tell a quarterback, yeah, go stand behind five guys who've been practicing together for a week or two, and you have five of the best defensive tackles in the league coming to take your head off. Like, I mean, that alone is, an, is enough of a reason not to have a problem. Exactly. If I'm a quarterback, I mean, you know, money, yeah. ability is availability. I'm not going to go behind that offensive line and stand there and just pray to God that, you know, and I mean, more of the time nowadays. because a guard and a tackle doesn't know how to pick up a cross and you know, de-tackle and de-cross in the yeah. center, and I'm just going to get decleated in the center of the field. <laughs> and like nowadays, it's um, people are the players are more about themselves, and it's like, okay, yeah, I get like your health, and like you don't want to get hurt during that Pro Bowl game. It's the same argument almost for a college bowl game. Yeah, that's a whole nother argument we can get into. It's the same, in in my opinion, it's almost the same issue. If it doesn't really matter, if it's not going to make any advancement for that player enough that it moves the needle for them, they don't care that much. And that's fine. In today's day and age, it's like 
you know, uh, guys are getting replaced who are good players. Oh, yeah. I mean, there's talks. Uh, Saquon Barkley, right? Granted, a couple years, lost years, yeah. missed half the season. Injuries. Injuries, stuff like that. But this year, he's a top 10 running back. Oh, and, yeah. And there's talks of of them just letting him walk. Oh, that That's crazy. I couldn't – if you let him walk, I think well, that's a big mistake. They're coming to the point now where they have to rebuild the team. They have. I mean, I mean he's still young. He's what? Yeah, he's he's just pay, finishing his rookie deal. They pay him and then yeah. pay an offensive line, pay a quarterback, and try to pay a wide receiver. You're not going to keep Danny Dimes. It's not your franchise right there. No. Uh, uh, here's the thing, though. Like they're they're actually pretty good this season. They're a playoff team. The Giants. That's oh, yeah. Dayball. He's they just game. got in. They just got in uh, yesterday, yeah. right? Uh, yeah. yesterday. So I mean, they're a playoff team this year, but they're in such an impasse that they fucked off doing the right moves for so long that they they can't even keep uh, a team that's going to get bounced in the first round to, uh, together. Yeah. They can't do yeah. it. There's there's not enough money in in the in the the cap to retain Saquon. And Danny Dimes. I think it's going to be one or the other. Honestly, that is, I don't know. We all have our own opinions, but who knows what that upper end of that franchise is thinking. Oh, God only knows. It's it's the fucking Giants. (laughs) True. If I had a pick, I'd keep with Saquon. Oh, absolutely. Ah, I, I might tag Danny Dimes and draft a guy. Draft a couple guys. Uh, Running backs year in and year out are the most bountiful position of players available. Plus, you know, I mean, the the saying "not for long" is the truest for a running back. That's why they always try to get money up front because usually, I mean, look at Zeke. How long is that going to wait until they just let Pollard play? Yeah, Uh, because of hype alone, not because of yards. Uh, I think I think he keeps getting reps because Jerry Jones just has a hard on. Well, that's who pays more money yeah. to. You know, money. You got to show your fans the money meant something. Yeah, I mean, I think fans care more about winning rather than where the money's going. You know, I if there's so, any team you know, in the NFL, I'd be looking at Tony Pollard and I'd be trying to get him as fast as I possibly could. He's got the experience without exactly. the money, mm-hmm. and that is damn near impossible to get in the NFL. But in terms of like position positions, though, let's kind of circle this back here to the tight ends. Um, having a top five, top ten tight end makes such a difference in the NFL. Yes. Like you oh, never, yeah. you never see them hit the market. No. Maybe no. one guy every three Ertz or four years, just who, who could be considered. Ertz top did 10. because the Eagles went with Dallas Goddard. You got pretty much the same kind of player for no money. Same package, like, no yeah. Money, yeah. exactly. And it's like it sucked. Like you know, we're you know, Dylan and I are both Eagles fans. Just for clarity, uh, you and I, we loved yes. Ertz to death. Oh, I like Ertz. I, I was the other fan. I like yeah. Ertz. He was a great dude. He, he just. Yes. I thought he was going to do great, and with the Arizona, <laughs> but of course the quarterback situation down there and stuff's a little different. <laughs> we don't need to get into that right now because we're talking about tight ends. But oh, yeah. we, we can rag on Kyler yeah. later. Oh yes. <laughs> <laughs> There's a double XP weekend. You know that Cardinals get eliminated or anything like that. You know there's a double XP weekend coming. And you guys, oh, yeah. I mean, so, so so back on our top five, Chance, what, what's yours? Dylan already gave us his. All right, so I'm going to go, obviously, Kelsey number one. I'm going to say Kittle number yeah. two. Uh, Andrews, I think, is not that close of a three. I think the difference between Kittle and Andrews – is a lot bigger than people think. I think Andrew's um, more a lot of his numbers were pumped. All right. Right. You might have me there. But it's uh, 100 yards. Mm-hmm. It's 100 yards in an extra an extra 30 targets. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Let's let's compare. Hang on, let's compare those two offenses then. All right. Kittle was hurt at the beginning of the year, though, right? Uh, he might have been gimped so, up, but I mean, he played 15 also, games. Uh, I'm looking at the. Oh, sorry. As a back and quarterback, so. Kittle's yeah. played one less game. Kittle's played one less game. Um, but with Andrews, 
he's the kind of the top dog of that receiving yes. core. Let's be honest. Oh, yes. Yes. So, I mean, if you compare Kittle's – I mean, let's look at it based on targets. Mark Andrews has 113 to 80 targets. Kittle's 80. Yeah. If the difference is 100 yards in that many targets, I'm putting Kittle as a very distant second ahead of Mark Andrews. Because yeah. – I have I mean, the same Mark top Andrews, three. Yeah, Mark Those Andrews is still top, top three. three. There ain't nothing wrong with bronze. <laughs> No. Um, number four. See, four and five is where it gets tough for me. Um, I'm going to give it to Hawkinson for number four. I, I Personally, I don't like him. I don't like him as a tight end. I've had him in fantasy multiple times. The guy has done nothing but let me down. Yeah. Uh, he, he is a – I mean, he's got 128 targets on the season. And – Hawkinson also came out of Iowa, a run-heavy offense. Yeah, I mean, he's that blocking guy that we've talked about before. And that's a huge part of the team. He's not that. He's not that premier pass catcher, though. No, like he. I mean, he's got got targets. He's got just shy nine hundred yards. Yeah, the targets and got one hundred and thirty. Exactly. I mean, it's the same thing. It's the same but argument also, we have with Andrew. How many of those came from Detroit, and how many of those came from Minnesota this this year? I mean, true. And the the, the thing is, though, um, comparing Hawkinson to Andrews, Andrews is the top guy in Baltimore. Oh, absolutely, very much so. Their wide receiver room is garbage, um, and then they're using Deshaun Watson and Sammy Watkins mm-hmm. right now because Sean they're Watson. so beat up. Or not Deshaun Watson, but Deshaun Jackson. They have Deshaun Jackson. He yes. signed finally. Yes, he signed. Okay. I, I didn't even see that. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, TJ Hawkinson, I don't know how he has 130 targets. A lot of those have to have come in his time in Detroit because the only I other guy so. there is is St. Brown. Yes. So, I mean, he moves to – when he moves to um, the Vikings, he's a third option there. Granted, he's a pretty quality third option in terms of behind uh, Jefferson and Thielen. But I mean, he's—they've got to cover those guys down the field. He's going to yeah, be open, gonna you be know, open. a skinny post type of thing. You know, the the prototypical tight end routes. But the safety's going to cover too. So. Exactly, because they have—they've got to have over the top help for. I mean, Thielen, you know, granted he's gone downhill over the last couple of years, yeah. but he's still a good tight end, still real handsy guy. You know, all those uh, white white wide receiver superlatives, gritty, yeah. hard worker, yeah. great hard route runner. Job. All those things, yeah, <laughs> yes, exactly. The, the same five superlatives for every uh, white t- white wide receiver mm-hmm. out there. Um, but um, and for five, five's hard. Goddard's mine because I like. I'm an Eagles fan. Yeah, I like. I want to. I want to argue about this a little bit. So I kind of want to. You could say Ertz is still the fifth guy if he had a quarterback. But what has he done this year to prove it? I mean, talent-wise, but like this year, you, you like this year you can't put him there. I mean, forty-seven no. catches on sixty-nine targets, four hundred yards. Yeah, That's it. But I mean, it's been a mess out there. It's been a mess out there in the desert. So, yeah. um, for number five, man, I, I'm gonna have to go with Goddard in terms of um, talent, production, and. What he does for the team, I, I got to notice how Evan Ingram was left and, off of his top yeah. five. Everybody, well, he right, he look, did say me, at the beginning a top six tight end. We did one through five. Yeah. I had six. I had <laughs> <Okay>. six. <laughs> so obviously, I'm oh, sorry. You go ahead, Chance. You finish what you're saying. Um, when it comes to production, Ingram's outpaced Goddard this year. But Goddard did hit the IR for yeah. a while, and like you said, you know. The best ability is availability, but at the same time, you got to look at the team success as well. Goddard is a fourth option. And that's exactly it. Our, e, our wide receiver room is the best wide receiver group in the league. Our third wide receiver oh, would be number yeah. two on almost every other team in the league's team. You know, and yeah. I mean, the guy, uh, yeah, he can. No, now most people haven't yeah. heard of Quez, but he can blow the top off a of defense. He's got reliable hands. Yeah. And Goddard slots in as a very, very comfortable fourth. Yeah. 
Definitely. In that offense. Uh, you, you were saying, Brad, go ahead. So like my top my top five, of course, my top three of the same years, I got Travis at number one, obviously. There's no denying that. I have Kittle and Andrews. Four, I, I personally, Hawkinson isn't one of my favorite. I would have to say from, we're talking this year, I know it's tough, but I honestly think Pitts is up there within that range. Oh, but that is that is a hot yeah, I don't take. Even know where Pitts is on the fucking? I can't find him, man. He he's up there. I don't, I'm not saying he's four, but it's tough. Okay. I know the production I, this year has been low. He got only had 59 targets, 356 yards. I mean, that's not a lot. Of targets. And he's also got Marcus Mariota to throw. Yeah. It. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I'll give you that. I'll give you that. Like last year. Did you see him last year? Well, I don't know what his stats were last year, but of course we're going this year. Off the off the pit, I'd have to take Hawkinson at four. Five, like with you, Chance, five is where it gets tough. Goddard's he's good. Of course, my own bias, too, coming into this. I'd always have to put Fryermuth up there at number five. Pitts had a 1,000 yards last year. Yeah, yeah but granted, this year, this year with Muth at number like Muth, his numbers are down a little bit. Like he's not so high up on the fantasy list just because yeah. his 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 touchdowns are down because that offense in Pittsburgh sure. is a fucking the train wreck. Right not now. moving. It's I mean, a train wreck. But, as much as as much as we love to talk shit about Juju, his departure hurt that offense. That offensive coordinator hurt that offense. <laughs> Yes, Juju didn't hurt it because we got we picked up Pickens, who amazing wide receiver. By the way, I don't know if you guys yes, watched any of his But Muth is that guy that'll you throw the ball, he's gonna do whatever he can. He's a great, great red zone tight end. You know, first, second, oh, third, and goal up the middle. He will jump and not be afraid to take the hit. Mm-hmm. He's, he's always times. That way too. I know. So that, that's my top five. Of course, my own bias is coming in number five. I didn't course. know Andrews had thirteen hundred receiving yards last year. Yes, that was unreal. I, I had no idea he had that many receiving yeah. yards last year. Well, their their receiving core last year was in yeah. shambles too. So I mean, it was They're, slightly better. They still had Hollywood yeah. Brown, but Lamar's hands were so reliable. He was best used as a. I'm going to stretch out this safety as far as I can uh-huh. for Mark Andrews yeah. to catch yeah. it about the exactly. yards. And if you throw it to me, there's a 60 40 percent chance I'm going to drop it. 40 percent I catch it, 60 percent right. I'm not going to catch it. All right, so let's uh, real quick, um, let's compare. Um, Juju in in his last – City. Uh, we'll compare this year and then his last full season in Pittsburgh, which is 2020. In 2021, he only played five games. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, was Ben so hurt in 2020 in, um, or no? Did Ben play? Ben was hurt in 2020. It would have been better no. if he was, I think. No. God, he was so bad. I mean, 2019 probably be the his rookie year. That was but, it, of it course, was that's also – though. Yes, so that's that's a little unfair as well. I mean, his his best season was 2018. He had 1,426 yards, seven touchdowns on a, a hundred and eleven receptions. Yeah. Um. But let's let's compare uh, just this season, like apples to apples, this season to this season. Juju to George Pickens. George Pickens on 78 targets, 49 receptions. It's a little rough catch rate. Uh, 729 yards and three touchdowns on uh, 99 targets, 76 receptions. Uh, Juju had 898 yards and three touchdowns in Kansas city. Okay. I mean, just in catch percentage alone, granted difference in quarterbacks. Yes. Um, that, and I mean, Pittsburgh's so hard to judge anywhere this year because of how bad, Oh, it's so hard. Coordinators, like when when they played yeah. Philly, they did nothing, and everyone no. else has exposed well, our defensive like, backs pretty much since then. You know, since like week five, week six, seven with the Eagles, they did nothing. So I, I know you guys probably didn't watch it last night, the game against Pittsburgh and Baltimore. No, no. Steelers offense, jack shit yeah. the whole night. 
Except the last minute of the game, we had a nice drive. Kenny Pickett found Najee Harris in the end zone for a touchdown. Went up. We won. But it's always that last drive. Same with the week prior. You got <coughs> nothing yeah. the whole game. And then that last drive, yeah. we go ahead and score a touchdown. I've said it the whole season. Jonathan Gannon and that offensive coordinator need to go back to high school football and figure out a different style of offensive defense because it, it doesn't work. I mean, what what week did um what week did did uh, Garner Johnson go down? Oh, what was seven or eight? That was what a while ago. It's it's been a minute. I mean, in in terms, this is for the Eagles. Their uh, one of their safeties went down for the on the IR. Um, it was mid season, November 29th. So it was when we played. <sighs> Oh, I just had it on here. Packers. So that was the game I was at, actually. Okay. So, I mean, that's week like 10, 12 ish. One, two, uh, one, two, three, four, eight, nine. That's week 10. Week 10. One player shouldn't make yeah. or break your entire defensive backfield. Well, I mean, it's twenty five percent, man. Yeah. I mean, twenty five percent. Have you have you seen the Pittsburgh Steelers and TJ Watt? No. Yeah, but TJ Watt goes out first game. That's your, that's your front seven, and that's you. He was really your only good front seven guy. We have yeah. Darius Slay, who should be able to one on one almost every wide receiver in the league. You know, it's. Almost, almost. Almost. We did almost. say almost. Okay, almost. yeah. You know, he's not going to one-on-one Tariq Hill straight down the field. Oh, you know, that's pretty much impossible. Yeah, no one's but doing you're that. You're paying him money. That's your guy. You know what I mean? Yeah, and no, I guess sh- It shouldn't be as bad as it's gotten. Like, how did – who did we lose to last week, Chance? Uh, Last week, wasn't that the Cowboys? It was Cowboys. They tore our defense up like it was not even there. Passed all over our defensive. All right, now that is that is including three turnovers from Gardner Minshew. The offense did great with 34 points. And I don't think Minshew was the problem. And we can't complain. We really can't complain. But still, three turnovers, even if those drives end in a punt, the field position alone is a huge difference. The momentum yeah. swing is a huge difference. That's the same. That's I, that's what I say, too, with the Steelers, with TJ going out. When TJ went out, offense, the whole the whole year, Pittsburgh Steelers offense hasn't yes, done anything. No, that was bad. They've been bad since the beginning. So, Plus, he was a difference maker. He just made plays. He forced fumbles. He, oh, you yeah. know, he ran people down. He was just – he's one of them players that you get to watch. Like, his brother was – He's a game wrecker. So you can't <laughs> – you can't make a game plan to stop him. You have to take your licks and hope that you get yours more than you get got. Yeah. <laughs> well, as Marshawn Lynch Absolutely. would say, I'm going to get mine more than I get got, though. So, best uh, top five quarterbacks. This year, right? Yeah, or, or, you know, if you want to do your top five in the league right now overall. Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it right now. Chance. Do All right. Things. So we are going to move our way over to quarterbacks for this part of the – for this uh, end of the discussion here. Um, my tight end could beat up your quarterback absolutely every day of the week. Yeah, unless your quarterback um, comes out. I, you know what? I might take him in a bar scrap. Anybody lived in Wyoming to play football is pretty tough. It's cold in Wyoming, <laughs> people. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot he came from Wyoming. Yeah, because the hell um, comes from Wyoming. All right. So, now I remember in our group chat here this few days ago, you guys were poo-pooing my saying that I would take Trevor Lawrence over Justin over Josh yes, Allen. You guys pooing I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> yes. Really? Because as it sits right now, you want to know what the difference of yards is? It's about a hundred and twenty-seven. Right, what's the difference of success? Twenty-eight. Hundred twenty-eight. What's sorry. the difference of success? I don't care for yards. I mean, I come on, let, we can't even compare the, the state of. If you want to compare the state of franchises, 
Yeah, I'd rather be the Buffalo Bills right now than the fucking I Jags. Allen's got eight more touchdowns, but he's also thrown five more picks. And we have to give most of Trevor Lawrence's success this year to Dougie P. We all know the offense that he can turn anybody into. He won a fucking Super Bowl with Nick Foles. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Carson Wentz was doing great until he got hurt that year. Yeah. All right. I, I've had the Carson Wentz argument a number of times. I can have it again. No, Carson Wentz is wonderful and I love them. I, I was I was I, I still like yes, the guy. Absolutely. I do I don't think he's a great dude, but I think he's a good I quarterback. I liked him until Jalen Hurts yeah. did what he did this year and now I had to eat my words of we should have kept Carson and gave him another chance. I mean Carson's <sighs> We talk about quarterbacks. Yeah, he's good. Yeah, he's not that. Top he does have anymore. that. He's. I I don't. I wouldn't have ever put him in the top five. I top five is is tight for me, especially with his injury. Seventeen. Who would you put him over? I mean, who would you put over him other than you know Brady and Rogers? You're. Fuck Brady. Okay, I can't. <laughs> no one that. likes Brady, but you can't take away the success. Nobody likes Brady. Yeah. I mean, game this year. There's no fucking success this year. I mean, 2007. You said 2017 yeah. Carson Wentz, right? Eagles Super Bowl season. He was on track for the, he for the MVP. Won it if he doesn't get hurt at the end. There's no question about it. Easily. What week did he get hurt? 16, 15, 16. Oh, yeah, we only played 16 games that year, so it was 15. Yeah, it was okay. played one regular season and then finished the playoffs. Yep. Yeah, because less yards, less yards than Big Ben, Drew Brees, Philip Rizzers. Matt Ryan had more yards. Granted, touchdowns are more to Wentz. And look at the interception interceptions. Ratio. Wentz actually had yeah, seven. The interception yeah. ratio okay. that year was ridiculous. Drew Brees had eight. passer rating. The like 128, 138, somewhere in there. Um, I've got up his um, 2017 game log here. Um, he got hurt in week 13. Okay. Um, oh, they don't even show passing rating the here, do they? Because he was IR for 14, 15, and 16. Um, 33 touchdowns, 7 interceptions, 28 sacks. And we, our offensive line was not as good as it was this year back then. It was still pretty good. I mean, yeah, thirty-three to seven is pretty good. It's ridiculous. Brady was yeah, thirty-two that's, to eight. That's pretty good. And you know, that's your that's the tip of the, the iceberg. The top of the tower right there is Tom Brady, whether you want to say it or not. In, in thirteen games, yeah, he still true. was third in MVP yeah. voting. Yeah. I mean, in 13 games, it's it's disgusting. In, in 13 games to throw 33, 33 touchdowns. Yeah. In yeah, who was his wide receiver? Everybody, Anybody remember that? Alshon Jeffrey. And then – Yeah, the last year Alshon Jeffrey was – Who has toilet seats for hands? The, those, yes. those were the last two those, – those years out of those receivers were the last years either of those guys were really – Effective or good in any sense. Sean Jeffrey was good at decoys. That was it. He had to pull somebody to cover him because you couldn't leave him wide open because he'd still catch the ball thirty-seven percent of the time. I mean, he was a great jump ball threat because he was like what six four, six five. He was a tall. No, No, Alshon Jeffries. Did I say Alshon? I you did say Alshon. Nelson Aguilar. No. Yeah. I mean, if you want to argue that, I think I think Nelson Aguilar was you're, good that season. You're, you're I think he was really good. Nelson, he had 62 catches, 768 yards. Eight they show you the drops because that is the the deciding factor of a wide receiver. When it's close, that's it. Where is he even at? Alshon's up there. Nelson right there. 840 yards. They don't show you the drops. 111 targets and 63 catches. It's, he was better than he was in years yeah, past. And I said, at all. Yeah, good year, but you also had Alshon on the other side. It would have been double covered. I, I never said he was great. And then you, still had, you had Ertz, too. So yeah. like, I still think that was the, the one of the worst wastes of a first-round pick. 
yeah, the Eagles can't draft yeah. receivers. We well, really can't. Uh, we we hit on two. We hit on two in like two years or two in the same draft, yeah. and they were disgusting and for we a while. On, we live in the pack. Uh, we're wide receivers for whatever reason. I I don't understand it. Uh, we had one try to transition to yeah. tight end. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Jay Jaw. Okay. JJ Ortega Whiteside. I mean, he, was, yeah. he, was, he was just, I mean, he was wonderful. Atrocious. <laughs> uh, we sent him for roster flops. And I mean, Pittsburgh, on the other end, Pittsburgh can draft freaking wide receivers. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the Eagles hit on two. They hit on Deshaun Jackson and Jeremy Macklin, either in the same oh, yeah. draft or like back to back drafts. I think it was back to back, wasn't it? Uh, I think Macklin came into the league earlier, right? Um,. Uh, Macklin was drafted uh, 19th overall in, in 2009. And, yeah, it was back-to-back. Uh, yeah. Deshaun Jackson was a second-round pick in 2008. Those two guys had very successful NFL careers. Yeah. And when they were with the Eagles together, it was yeah, the Eagles just never built a team. Oh, absolutely. Nope. Which, I mean, they had a quarterback to throw him the ball. But, yeah, Vic. Uh, I, yeah. I, yeah, I still remember to this day that absolute bomb he threw against Washington. First you remember play that of one? Game. Very yeah. first play, Deshaun runs his fucking just throw out on the right side, and Vic just launched oh, yeah. it. I, I want to say that ball had like 70 air yards. Well, because it was disgusting. Monster. Let's hear some Let's, top fives. All right, top five this quarterbacks year. this year. Um, I'm, you know what? I'm taking this one first before Brennan can get it. My pick, Jalen Hurts, top guy. Uh, I won't even take that. I'm taking it. The guy is in in line for an MVP season. It's going to be very tight because he missed two games. But you can't argue with a what he brings with his arm, and what he He's brings with his legs. Sixteen hundred. Yards yeah, you can't home. argue with 5,000 passing yards. There's and, what, three quarterbacks. And in- 18 touchdowns. Yeah. There's, what, lower. three quarterbacks? Granted. Yeah. All right. All right, I'll give you that. Jalen Hurts, 22 passing touchdowns, five interceptions. Okay, yeah. On 425 attempts. Also, also. Oh, hell. Oh, I'm on NFL. Sorry, where did it go? Also, when it comes to rushing this year. Jalen Hurts also added 747 yards and 13 Thank touchdowns. Thank you. And 13 touchdowns. And the interception percentage is about the same. If you if you, you know you yeah. did the math with the attempts, the interceptions, it's not that far off. Yeah, but you can't argue with five thousand yards. I mean, it's no. it's unreal. And Jalen also has the benefit right now of the best offensive line since Emmett Smith was running the ball behind the Cowboys. Okay, yeah. all right. The Eagles' offensive line is really, really Chance. good. It's it's it is not all time great. Yeah, exactly. I didn't say it. they're all time second behind the old Dallas offensive line. When Emmett Smith was running the ball. That's that. That's what I'm saying. They're not that. They're not great. as good as that Dallas offensive line was. But you can't argue right now. You have the best center in the league. You have the best right tackle in the league. You took a rugby player who had never played American football before, and he's probably top five left tackles. The only weak spot you have is Isaac Samalu, and when he's playing good, he's not even that bad. Yeah, hey, I would say he's I, a, I'm no, rather high on Samalu. No, see, I'm he's he's a filler in guy. You could replace him with a lot of guards in the NFL. Landon Dickerson in the run game, you're not replacing that. So Samalu is a replacement level guy, and yes. I'm fine with that. I was going to say, like, but you're saying not that. No, bad. no, no. Just, like that's that's putting him below average. I'm putting this guy. He's a replacement level guy, if not a. I'm bit saying of like guy. you can go right now, and you could find somebody who could play at the level or maybe a little below, say Amalu, and you'd still have the same productive offense. You're not going to go replace Lane Johnson right now. You're not replacing Jason Kelsey. No. Who's who's filling oh, in no. for? Who's, 
Yeah, you're not. No one's filling in for no. him. He is a when they talk about like unicorn players, your your Gronk uh, in basketball, your Kristaps Porzingis, your guys who do things they should not be able to do. He's yeah. one. Look at how many. He's the number one set, number one center yes. in the league. And I would only say that now because Pouncey doesn't play anymore. Exactly. Pouncey, Pouncey was, was an Pouncey animal was who would take your head off if you looked at him the wrong way. <laughs> That's that University of Miami shit right there. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh damn yeah. But okay, let's see. You got Jalen at number one, Chance. Yeah, I'm, I'm giving. I'm taking Jalen number one. I'm going to take – I mean, you have to take Pat Mahomes, too, in terms of the quarterback position. This isn't just guys throwing the ball. This is everything that they add it's to a, a team. general. Mahomes is much more than a field but general. But I'm saying he's a magician. At it overall, the whole thing, yeah. like not just throws yeah. and yards. You're looking at how does he run the team, you know, can he get out of the third and longs, does he make the right calls, the audibles, the switches, stuff like that. Yeah. Like Cousins is never going to be there because Cousins will run into an eight-man blitz and not audible out of it. You know what's insane right now? You want to know what's insane? You want to talk about a misuse of assets. Do you know who is the only person? I'm sorry. There's two quarterbacks that have more attempts than Mahomes. One of them is Brady. He's the the only thing making that team cling to to any modicum of success. Who's the other one? Without looking, without looking. Uh, I was already looking at Herbert. (laughs) No. 662. Herbert's got more. Oh, sorry. Herbert has more too? Yeah, 662. Cousins, 623. With Dalvin Cook in the backfield. You got to prove that you spent money well somehow. And God hope the bid. You have Justin Jefferson. You know, he's going to chuck yeah, in the ball. He's down there somewhere. And Dalvin Cook, they're just praying, doesn't get hurt again. Yeah. Sorry, I didn't see that Justin Herbert had 660 yeah. songs. He's, he, he, I think he's kind of like in a sophomore slump this year. That team just isn't as good. The, uh, the wide receivers. Their, their wide receiver they were on health. fire last yeah. year. It's something about those California teams uh, and health. Well, I mean, they just the have to deal with that. You know, for like the last the Super Bowl year wasn't terrible. I mean, you had Hurts get or um, Wentz get hurt, but like it seems like every year we lose a tight end, a wide receiver, a defensive lineman, an offensive lineman. You know, multiple key spots on our team, and it just oh yeah, right. But there happens like, all around. Both of their top two receivers have been out for a while. No, 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 I'm just talking yeah. about overall with like the medical team and everything. I mean, because I remember when um, the long snapper. What's his name? The, the Eagles' long snapper, John Dornbos. When he left for the Saints, in the Saints, yes. like, yeah, you're gonna die. Did no one else? See? Like, you have cancer. Yeah, like he he got traded, and he's like, dude, you have cancer. Like, <laughs> what? And everyone was like, oh, this is why our players are always getting hurt. Well, it's just like two, like we were talking about earlier, and he's playing with freaking brain hemorrhaging right now. Yeah, Bud Bud Kilmer gave him the AOK <laughs> to play. <laughs> okay, chance. So you got hey, Hurts, Mahomes. What's number three? Number three, give me Burrow. I'm going to take Burrow over Allen. Absolutely. Um, I, I think I see too much of the bad side of Brett Favre and Josh Allen. The gunslinger. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just too much. Just too much like Paul Crew. Like, I can do everything myself in Josh yep. Allen. Mm, that's why um, Green no longer plays in the NFL. That's why he had to sprint off the sideline because his wife was having a baby. <laughs> yeah. That's why he was able to do that. She's going to see that afterwards. And I'm surprised he didn't tore, tear his ACL. <laughs> no, he didn't take the hit. He's <laughs> I still remember, what was it? He dislocated his ankle just on a rollout, non-contact yeah. rollout, dislocated his ankle, and still completed the pass, which was, it, to me, one of the gutsiest plays I've ever seen. I think it was a play that didn't fucking matter for anything. But to me, one of the gutsiest plays I've ever seen. Um, number four, give me Josh Allen. Number five, give me Trevor Lawrence. Okay. Um, Josh Allen, I think, is your – if he's not three, he's four. Same, yeah. him, and, him and Burrow are very tight with each other, in my opinion, but I give Burrow the slight edge. And Burrow um, doesn't have the, the knowledge yet, the experience yet. No, no. But, uh, Allen's a couple years ahead of him into the – 
in his bro was what third year, right? Yeah. Yes. He lost it. He lost half his first year. Yeah. Went to the Super Bowl in his second. Second. Yeah. Which you know that's not to be you know poo pooed or anything like that or or to be forgotten. That was the hard moment for somebody because you wanted Joe Shiesty to win, but you also wanted Matt Stafford because of all the years they Matt Stafford. I also didn't want the Bengals to win because you know the AFC. All right, Briar. Hang on. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. In terms of in terms of rivalry fans that you could possibly run into. How many Bengals fans are you bumping into on a weekly basis? Not many. <laughs> I, I'll give you one. I got one. Zach. I associate with I, uh, my. Yes. Uh, I know exactly ZZ. <laughs> so, uh, granted, yes, that, that was awesome to see the Bengals make it. But also, you know, deep down. With the division <laughs> team. The division no. team. You don't want to perfect hit. No. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, no, yeah, them losing that Super Bowl is all the recompense from from perfect existing on their team. Yeah. <laughs> um, about yeah, I'm, and but I mean, got Lawrence rounding out your top five. Yeah. Touchdown Jesus, um, we'll take that. Touchdown Jesus, absolutely. I'll go get the sweatshirt. It's right there. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, obviously, being a Clemson fan, uh, I love Trevor Lawrence. I love seeing him succeed. I love seeing him not have to deal with uh, the the uh, NFL coach of an abusive husband. Yeah. Oh, come on now. The NFL uh, <laughs> coach version of an abusive husband in uh, Urban Meyer. Some of the things that came out about that guy after he'd left was insane. Oh, yeah, that was pretty rough. <laughs> I mean, how are you just insane? Fired for off the field antics. Like, they didn't even care. Like, yeah, we yeah. suck, but dude, you got to calm down. Like, knock it off. <laughs> you got to go. Man, he was in Jacksonville, have the time of his life. Amen to that. He went down for the Miami Vice part of Miami. <laughs> but in terms of this year, that's my rankings. But um, obviously, like I said in our argument in the chat, give me Trevor Lawrence over the next five years over Josh Allen. I think I think Trevor Lawrence can make more of guys who aren't Stefan fucking Diggs than Josh Allen can. Okay, Brian, um, what do you got? I, okay, so I got Mahomes number one. I agree, hundred percent. Personally, I think Burrow number two, just because he's that guy that, like Chance said. Second year in the league, he makes it to the Super Bowl. Number three, I'd probably go Allen. I will give Hertz number four spot. Okay, he's having a hell of a year. Yeah, I'll be honest. I have I've never been a big fan of Hertz. You know, I'm prejudiced against freaking Bama. I hate Bama. I mean, yeah, fuck on, Bama. on a college. I college guy kind of level. For for my own uh, mental sanity, I associate him with Oklahoma. <laughs> yeah, I, I get it. I get yeah. it. <laughs> Number five, five is tough. Um, five. I mean, there. obviously, it's not going to be a Pittsburgh quarterback this year. I mean, you give me Lawrence is in that. Honestly, I'm just looking on this list right now. Geno Smith has hell of a year for a guy that yeah 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 but honestly I'd have to probably Lawrence at number five just because he's doing it with guys who what's their DJ Chark is he still no he's on Detroit now I'm pretty I, saying, I think Chark's gone um, Christian Kirk. And Her. Evan Ingram are yeah. uh, Zay Jones. Zay Jones is the other guy there. Of course, he's who is a serviceable NFL receiver, but you got by ETN no means too out of the backfield. Yes, ETN is a fucking yes, hell of a running is. back. Yes. So that's that's my top five. I think you give honestly as a Pittsburgh guy, Pickett. He's done good, decent with what he can. Obviously, I'm watching more of his games than you guys are. I see a lot of shit that I'm like, what are you doing? But of course, he's a rookie quarterback. I think in the next couple of years coming, I think Pickett's going to turn it. Yeah, Hurts had to figure it out after one year, too. He did the dumbest shit mm-hmm. ever his first year, you know, running out of bounds instead of throwing the yeah. ball away and losing three yards where, you know. Mm-hmm. Yes. It's those, it's those little, like, nickel-dime here and there that's going to – 
that'll add up as time goes on uh, throughout the course Second of the game. 12 is yeah. It's like, it's like watching the Clemson-Tennessee game mm-hmm. with Clemson's quarterback yeah. there. Doing some stuff there at the end where, especially at the end of the first half, when he takes a sack, when he could have just thrown it away out of the back of the end zone and he could have yeah. takes a field goal. Yep. And, and again, true freshman there. Yes. For, for same, I, I see the same, like, a true freshman and a rookie quarterback in the NFL. It's kind of the same situation I go by because you're new to it. The speed. Yeah, the of speed. NFL, you have the the highest caliber, caliber of players coming at you at once, you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's They're in that position for a reason. It's relative. Yeah. Because when you go to college, especially a D1 program like that, you're now – these are the best players you've ever played against. And everyone's mm-hmm. there for a exactly. reason. Exactly. You know, and the yeah. speed of the game was always the biggest difference from one level to the next. You know, once you yeah. had enough reps into where the speed was normal to you, things started to click more. You weren't like half the. Oh yeah, the absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So, so who do you got, Dylan? Well, I full grants of Patrick Mahomes is number one. You can't argue with five thousand yards, and you can't argue with the absolute magician stuff that he does in the field. You know, all I can think back to is Super Bowl with them against Tampa, and he's parallel with the ground. Yes, yeah. sidearm, not even looking at a wide receiver. He can look off safeties incredibly well. He runs an offense. It's it's you just can't touch that type of football IQ and awareness on the field. No. Two, I'm taking Joe Burrow. For the same reason, he's just a good all-around quarterback. He doesn't make the stupid mistakes. He is, you know, they're having a little struggles this year with the whole team as a whole. I don't blame that on him. You know, I think mainly it's the offensive no. line. He's been hit a lot. Oh, yeah. Um, three's Josh Allen for just the overall prowess on the football field. You have to watch the run. You have to cover everybody. You know, he throws people open. Uh, four hurts, and five is just so open because you know once you get out of that top four, it's it is anyone's real really game. I mean, who you, you you can't pick Kirk Cousins. I can't stand Kirk Cousins. No, I, I refuse to pick him as a top I mean, anything. Justin um, Jefferson. You can't pick Lamar. No, no. I, I pick that. him at the at the bottom of all right. I I, I officially cannot. Say this guy is better than yeah. Kirk. Number five is almost whoever I put there is going to have an asterisk after the name because of just yeah. It's, oh, yeah. It, you can have a T five. You could list six exactly. guys. Yeah. Um. If I had to go out right now and take the fifth quarterback of top four, we're gone. And you had to pick the number five to come in and run your team. Brady, I mean, there's always an argument to be made, but this year it's just not there. He's still throwing for forty six hundred yards though. You know, so you're going to say maybe they're a chit team because their defense can't stop, but their defense at the beginning of the year was great. If I had to go out right now, pick number five to run my team for the next five years, I would take Trevor Lawrence. You know, it's kind of like playing the Powerball. You're going to put your money somewhere, and you're not putting it in a 42-year-old man, and you're definitely not putting it in Kirk Cousins. <laughs> Why they paid him 85 86 guaranteed million dollars, I'll never understand. But I will say the most athletic quarterback in the league right now, Justin Fields. Yeah. Especially with that run yesterday. Oh, animal. When they put it. Man's had a thousand rushing yards. A thousand rushing yards. Around him. (laughs) It's going to be. He's got more rushing yards. It's going to be scary when they put a team around him. I watched him against the Eagles, and he tore our defense up. There wasn't anybody close that could catch him. Here's the thing. Here's the thing with jo- with Justin Fields. Until he leaves Chicago, he will not find Unfortunately, success. Unfortunately, Chicago cannot yeah. build a team. They will. They, uh, what it did, they'll probably sign Juju and make it out to be like this giant signing. Guys, we got him. His receiver, yeah. Juju Smith Schuster. Like, what the yeah. fuck are you talking about? They Chicago? won't put anybody else around him. They won't put a running I, back. They won't put an offensive line. They won't go out and get a defense to actually keep them in nah. ball games. No. So I want to give a big shout-out to somebody this year at the quarterback position. I don't know if you guys agree. Jared Goff. Total 180. He's looked, he's, he's looked good. He's looked, looked very good. good. And I was going to say, you know, earlier we were talking about Hawkinson, and I think Hawkinson is underrated because of the quarterbacks he's had to deal with. 
And now the second half of the season with Goff, who has turned it around 100%, I think Hopkinson's yards are going to be way better, especially if Goff rolls like he is this year next year. He'll be a thousand yards. Hold up, hold up. Uh, Hawkinson went. Oh, that's right. He went to Minnesota. I'm sorry. Yes. yes. He went to Minnesota. Went to Minnesota. Yep. Um, also, yeah, Goff's looked good yes. this year. Um, he's been he's made it work with subpar weapons. I mean, it, when you when you look at it at what he's working with right now is really DeAndre Swift. Um, the the when healthy. His be- when healthy. Uh, and then their second running back is also very good. I'm, I'm, I can't remember his name right now. I think is Karen, it Jamal? Is it Williams? Williams, I think. Yes, I think Jamal it's Williams. Williams, isn't it? Jamal Williams, yes. Uh, and Amon Ross St. Brown. That is what he has to work with. And granted, you put you you put Amon Ross St. Brown on another team. He's at best, I think, your number two. Maybe, maybe, depend depend yeah. on the team. Depends With on the Eagles, team. He doesn't even play. He's, I don't know about that. See, I speed, speed kills. I, I don't know. I don't know. It, that, that is an argument in itself, but with what he has to work with, he's done very well. Who's your pick? James yes. Mitchell. Now. It's, uh, uh-huh. um, give me random white guy. Number yeah. four. <laughs> uh, just some guy who can, who awesome really works hard in the run game. A good route runner has the hustle and has got they that dog. Do awesome back there. Shane Zolstar. Yes. Zolstar. Zolstra. Yeah, I don't even know who the heck that is. Yeah. All right. So here's my question for you guys: Was uh, to try and roll wrap this up a little bit here with some some random quarterback shit talk. Uh, Lamar Jackson. Back. Where does he go? He does not have great arm talent, but where is he going to go? Do you think he's going to leave Baltimore? I, mean, I don't think they're gonna pay him. I don't think they're gonna pay him. I mean, if yeah, I think possibly a landing spot for him would be Atlanta. Yeah, if Atlanta doesn't take a quarterback. Well, they did take a quarterback. They, who did they pick? Who they take? Ritter. Ritter, I believe. Yeah, who was touted as one, one of the more pro ready guys. Yeah, I, I think he he kind of grades out like a Matt Ryan type guy. Yeah, you know, Matt Ryan, it's and tough. this is like floor Matt Ryan, you know, high floor guy. Mm-hmm. Um, Desmond Ritter, that was his name. Yes. Um, in my opinion, I think in classic Jets fashion, they massively overpay. It doesn't work out, and they go back to the seller. Yeah, very true. <laughs> that's that's a good thing, but who, Mike White. Are they going to put stock in him for a few years and see if they can put stuff around him? But he looks good when he's playing. You know, what, or what about uh, Denver? Does Denver stick with Russ? No. Denver. I feel like Denver has too much into him to bail. I, I feel like it was either Russ or the head coach, and they chose head coach has to go. Yeah. I think they give another I, year of Russ. So I would say, Mike, at the beginning of the year, I probably would have said the 49ers. But now that Brock Purdy oh, has come Jesus into the scene, Christ, he's good. I think Purdy is taking over that job in 49ers. Uh, I think it'll be a genuine competition between him and Trey Lance. What, what do we see? Five games of Trey Lance? Trey Lance? Yeah. Carolina? I, I, it's, it's a tough decision. Carolina. He could go to Carolina. Just yeah, I, Again, I think it's another massive overpay situation. Mm-hmm. They would Absolutely. have to pay out the nose to sign him. Yeah. Well, he's going to um, have to pay at least 250 300 because he, he said his extension from Baltimore was already turned down at two fifty. The one he, he he refused to sign, they said it was valued, and it's you know it's all estimation, but it was estimated around two fifty. Right, but I think the issue was the guaranteed yeah. money. Is that there wasn't enough guaranteed money in that deal for how they use him, who he is as a guy. He knows that he's not he's not built to fucking last. I'm running back, I need my money up front. <clears throat> yep, I want that money locked in. I'm getting Washington, that money. You go after him. I don't think Washington's in a, in a position to compete. That's the thing. I don't think Washington's in a position oh, no. to compete. They might they might re up with uh, Wentz and say, you know, here's fifteen twenty million. Come back, play a, another year of quarterback for us while we deal with our fucking owner getting sued for you know all the dumb shit yeah. he's done. 
Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't think they're in a position to go after anybody. So, New England's um, not going to go after because Belichick's not dealing with a running quarterback. <laughs> I can't wait to see what New England is like post Belichick. How many years do yeah, you think he's got left? Like, fuck, probably seven. Probably. For no probably. good reason. <laughs> for no Belichick, good reason. So. about the Saints? There's probably a thing in his contract that only he can fire himself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but the Saints, the Saints, I think, have to give Taysom Hill a, a fucking shake at quarterback before they really – because I think he can do it. I think he's a smart enough guy to know when to not take the fucking hit. I think so too. The problem is but, finding him at quarterback takes away uh, – takes is a subtraction of him on the rest Tennessee. of the Tennessee. I think yeah. it's the biggest issue. Tennessee's got Malik Willis and – Tannehill, if they which he was just yeah. benched, and Tennessee's going to probably release Taylor Lewan, so that's going to free up having to play somebody. Um, they don't, they don't, they don't, they're not paying AJ Brown anymore. He's gone. Thing, yeah. Uh, for me, for me, Lamar goes. Uh, my pick, Lamar goes to the Jets and gigantic overpay. I could he does, see that. He does not a lot yeah, the rest of his career. Crazy. He does fine. He does what about what you'd expect, but no real success. In my I opinion, the Jets are going to ride with Mike White and just see what happens. It's distinctly possible. I'm sure they have the cap space. I mean, they built the defense, but you know, and that's a good point, Chance, because the Jets do have a good defense. So, are you going to put hope in a guy who maybe in two years gets you somewhere with a defense that's going to crumble by then? You know, it always has the possibility of guys leaving. Yep. Or. Do you go ahead, spend the money, get Lamar, and see what you can do? I mean, even I mean, if you've got Lamar, and then maybe someone comes and says, "I want to play with yeah. Lamar," takes the discount, comes to play, be a receiver. There will probably him. be a preseason expected or predicted nine win team if Lamar goes there. Ten, eleven win team. Just Lamar, yes. I think. Yeah, with the defense that they put up this year. Yeah. yeah. And you know, and as soon as you put any type of offense together, your defense automatically gets better. Because t- time exactly the longer is, your offense can stay yes, on the field. Time on field with a defense is the number one killer. It happened to the Eagles so yeah, many times. Chip Kelly, the Chip Kelly exactly. area. Era. Right. So make make your picks, John. Come on, Pittsburgh is a prime example of that this year. Yeah. So I think mm, I'm going to say Atlanta. I don't think they I, – I mean, they blew a higher round draft pick on Ritter. They got to at least see what's there. No. What what round did he go in? Three? Yeah, I don't think they take there. It's, it's the money thing. Who's going to have the money to pay him? You know, who, who, who has the highest cap space left? Third round. It was a third round draft pick. All right. That that's at the that's at the cusp of fuck this guy pretty quickly. Yeah, exactly. All right. Fair enough. I'll take that. Dylan, where's he going? What'd you say, Brian? The Falcons? Yeah, I said the Falcons. They have the second highest cap space and that's a good probability. The Bears have the number that's one, good- but they're not gonna give up on just the field. They no. have the most athletic human being in the NFL right now. Other than Tyreek Hill, who yep. is always number one. That's a hard, hard question. I'll give you time to think about this because I just remembered. Uh, you know how we were talking about Trevor Lawrence having a top flight wide receiver, mm-hmm. right? Do you remember who the Jags traded for earlier this season? He's suspended, so you might have forgotten. Calvin fucking Ridley. Oh, oh yeah, because yeah. he got suspended I, for the betting, right? Yeah. Yep. I didn't know. I forgot. I completely I forgot about it until like 30 Jags seconds. Now? Well, he's suspended. Well, he yeah. he's, he's, on, he's on the Jags when he comes back. He's on the Jags, yeah. His, yeah. He's owned oh, by the Jags. Jesus Christ. Well, not owned by the Jags, so, sorry. He's, his, yeah. his services so are So Trevor Lawrence will have yes. one wide receiver to throw to when he comes back. I mean, he'll still have Christian Kirk. Christian Kirk's locked up for several years. Zay Jones, I like him much better as a three than a two. My vote is the Raiders. You think the, the Raiders? only team above them who would need a quarterback or who is going to go out and try to find somebody is the Texans and the Raiders, and I don't think the Texans are going to pull that trigger. 
No, Texans are drafting yeah. this. The Raiders, year. that's that's an interesting pick, and I could see yeah, it happening. They're gonna, they're gonna uh, get rid of Derek Carr. They're done. That's over with. He already stepped away from the team and they said it was, you know, to not cause any drama. Well, stepping away caused drama itself. And yeah. he's done. He's gonna try to go somewhere else and he's probably gonna end up being a backup next year or playing for a terrible team. Oh, come on. Who's he gonna, who's he gonna, I mean, who's gonna take him in the NFL and start him over their quarterbacks? Washington's not going to do it. Carolina might. I mean, I mean, Colts what's left on Colts might, uh, but what's left on Rogers' contract oh, this year or next yeah. year? I can't remember. It's it's some fucked up. Aaron Rodgers is my favorite. That, that is its own animal that we do. Yeah, not have time to get into. <laughs> absolutely not. Um, uh, I would say. I could very well see fucking Carr starting for the Colts come next could year. Could be. Frank yeah. Wright could say he's going to work his magic, which we could all see it happen. Good. Frank Wright's gone. He got fired, remember? Oh, Jeff, that's Saturday. Right. That's Jeff Saturday. Jeff Saturday. Jeff Saturday, who is now 1-4-1 one, one or 1-5. I think he's 1-5. <laughs> I'm not sure. I know he's lost five of his last six I don't games. think he'll ever get the full-time – the full no. tag of NFL head coach. I always have love for Jeff Saturday because I played center my entire life, and he was one of the greats. So I hope That's to God true. he becomes the starter, the head coach. One of the greatest, as we think, you know, the Pro Bowl. We're talking about the Pro Bowl. The greatest moments when Jeff Saturday switched teams for one play to snap to Peyton for the last time. That's good. Yes. That's a good moment. But at uh, at that, I think we're gonna go ahead and wrap it up for this episode. I think we got a lot more out of it than we had originally anticipated, oh, but I think that's going to be a recurring thing. So thank you all for listening. We had a great time. I hope you guys enjoyed it.